That's all I heard. I'm like, dog, you're last place. Until you do something, don't tell me where to go. Don't get upset with me. When you overtake my first place, then you can talk. Like, get what out of here. What if he's listening right now? But then he hey, should Nick. know that he sucks. <laughs> he should know he needs to get he, get he needs to calm down. About to make chubby fellas cool again. That ain't happened since Escobar. It's friends and family. Who the rest of y'all? My God. Miss this on the shame, man. That's the campaign. Man, I've been shining way before I had a change. Hello. And welcome to this week's episode of the Hooligan Hideout. My name is Christian. And I am joined, as always, by Brian and Hunter. Before we get too far into it, I have a very, very important question I need to ask both of you. Okay. What Would you it? guys still like me if I was a worm? This sounds like a question you always hear about. Oh, my girlfriend asked me this weird oh, question the other day. I was day. Just about to say that, bro. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, my Are God. Are you the Alaskan bullworm from SpongeBob? Nope. Just like, a, <laughs> just like a normal little, just like earthworm. Would you guys still like Just me? like. Would okay, hold on. Would you still love me if you were a worm and I used you to fish? No. Oh. You would have you would shove a, a hook hook through me. I mean, that's the only time I use worms though. Like I see worms, mess with worms is when I'm fishing. I love you in that moment if you catch me a fish. But I'm dead. Eventually. Are you though? Because really the whole trick is that I mean, yes, maybe the fish does swallow the worm, but it's like a fifty fifty shot whether you get swallowed or not. Maybe you just get yeeted into the water really far away. Yeah. Neither of those sound like great plans. Can or you great swim? Ideas. Probably not as a worm. But do you? Like, can you swim right now? Yeah, I can swim right now. Yeah, that, trans- <laughs> that translates. <laughs> Worms can swim. I have no. Have you seen a worm swim? Um, I mean, if you have a tapeworm in your body, that's a tapeworm. Uh, that's, that's not, not the same thing. Or, I bet you it is. It's not. They're probably similar, but I'm talking about an earthworm, dog. They're earthworms. They don't like. Like water. you just, you basically just live in the dirt. Yeah. And you just exist. Yeah. What do you think your hobby would be as a worm? Eating dirt. Like, <laughs> that's like a necessity. That's not necessarily a hobby. Dirtin'. <laughs> Dirtin'. Squirming around on the sidewalk when it gets wet outside. That's the then, most annoying thing. Then when it gets hot, I just get crispy and die. You just shrivel up. <laughs> Here's the question, though. If you're a worm, would how would we know each other? Oh, perfect. Because I took you fishing. That that's not taking me fishing, bro. That's <laughs> you're coming along me, for the ride, bud. Using me as bait. That's not. I'm it. giving you a mobile home of a little tub of dirt. <laughs> like, We're wow, taking you on a great. trip to the lake. Jeez, refreshing. Brian, why are you taking? Me? <laughs> ah! Ah! Where did I find you? I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't get into like the particulars of this. I was just usually curious. you do. Yeah. Well, I'm really sad you don't I have know, the details. Is, I just I thought about was this I, when I was at like earlier today. Field and Stream, and I picked up some worms. Or were you just like a Walmart worm? Nah, nah dude, he like, was a corner store, like the little gas station. Oh, kind of hurtful, but um, <laughs> 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 nah, like so. You it know, de- like, it depends on your value. Dang! You just like saw me, and you were just. Like, we just oh my talked gosh, about self-esteem and self-worth. I know that's right? why I said that. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was listening to it on the way home today. And what you can produce, and what you can produce is a six-pound bass, and I would love you forever. Okay, um, but here, the real question is, how would I know you? I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I, you just know me. Like, you'd see, <laughs> you'd see that worm, and you'd be like, "Oh, it's Christian." Like, <laughs> I don't know. Um. Do you have the same personality? Do you have the same, like, can you talk? I'm say, no, can you talk? just a worm? I'm just a worm. Nah, I don't love you. I nah, do have the Unless same, you catch me a big fish. I do have the same personality, but, like, you probably wouldn't understand it because, like, you don't speak worm. <laughs> um, how does a worm speak? I don't know. I'm not a worm. <laughs> if we're being realistic. I here. bet if you uh, talk to the worms you have rather than impaling them with a big hook, you, nope. they'd probably yeah, talk nope. to you. Worms have one real, purpose in my life. Christian. If you were a worm, I probably would never interact with you. So therefore, I would not love you. Wow. What if I like? What if we interacted only in a sense where I drove drove over you? Would you hate me? I mean, why would you drive over me? Maybe I'm driving through like a, someone's yard or something. Why are you driving through people's yards? Have you never parked in a yard? Ever. Oh well, yeah. I mean, but you can squish a worm that way. I'm not just like a random <laughs> worm that you just see on the side of the road. Like we like we would know each other. But like how? I don't know, just because you know me, so you know you know me as a worm. That sounds like we're practicing witchcraft. Then someone zapped you, Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> Selena Gomez turned me into a worm. 
Oh. Sounds like a clickbait YouTube video. It, do, it does. That Selena be the, Gomez that'll be the title of this. A worm be the with title a bunch of, of exclamation points. Wizards of Waverly Place happened at the Hooligans Hideout. <laughs> All right. So, I know, so you had a really random question from today. Disney promotes witchcraft? <laughs> On the way here today, so I always had, have either one of you had a car that's had a sunroof? I have a car that has a sunroof right now. Yes, you do. That's right. Yes, I did. My uh, 2003 Toyota Camry. Okay. Did you ever have the irrational fear that a bird would poop on you? Never. I have since the moment that I bought this car. And on the way here, while I'm just vibing, windows down, sunroof wide open, Drake blaring, come up on Groveport Road, and I tell you smack dab in front of my face. So if I was two feet farther ahead of me, I'd have had the biggest glob of bird poop land on my forehead. <laughs> and I probably would have been real pissed walking yeah. in this building. <laughs> and it was one of those moments like, holy crap, my fear wasn't that irrational. And I just like, I, I closed my sunroof real quickly, sat back in my seat and was like, all right, well, let's just clean this off real quick. <sighs> and I just sat at a stoplight and thought how lucky I was. And I was like, Lord, thank you for saving my forehead today. <laughs> wow. So is that your irrational fear? Yes, like a bird will poop through my sunroof and hit me. I don't I don't want to be covered in bird poop. That is a very strange fear. It's weird. I mean, I don't like disagree. Like, like I definitely wouldn't want that to happen. Later after like I was closer here, I'll sit in another stoplight and I thought about the feeling and the texture of what bird poop may feel like and cleaning it off and it gave me the chills. I was like, mm, no, thank you. Ooh, like, like good chills? Like, <laughs> no, ooh. like gross. Oh, like, ugh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like chalk scraping a chalkboard. That doesn't bother ah! me. <laughs> Styrofoam squeaking. That oh. noise. Oh, I hate it. Shut it's up. not bad. <laughs> Christian, what is your irrational fear? Um. Oh, we talked about this in youth group. Uh shoot, what did I say? Oh, irrational fear. See, like I have Oh, uh trypophobia. The like the holes, the holes and things. Fear of tripping? No. It's uh it's like it's hard to explain, but explain. anybody anybody who has it knows exactly what I'm talking about it. Okay, I need you to explain though. So it's like voice crack on the pod. <laughs> I need you it. to explain. I need you. Please explain. Um no, it's like holes and things. Like like you know what a wasp nest looks like? Oh yes. So like that, but like to the extreme. Like do wasp nests make you uncomfortable when oh, you look for at like sure. the holes? Yeah. But like not because of the wasps. Oh no. Because of the holes. No. Oh, okay. Well then that's not what I'm talking about. But like to here, I'll just freaking look it up. It doesn't help. I didn't want to look it up because we're recording a audio podcast. But and we can fill in time. We can as, fill uh, in. Just put it on the ground. You're looking it up. What's your irrational fear, Hunter? Uh, my irrational fear is being stalked and recorded. <laughs> like that. Stalked. Oh, yeah. Does that make you uncomfortable? Like Let me birds. see. Does it like? Uh, does it make you uncomfortable? Oh, for sure. The Give you the heebie-jeebies. Oh, that, and your yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's the hand's not real, thankfully. But I know uh, that's like ooh. <laughs> Get off my phone! <laughs> right. Anyway, yeah, I hate that. Uh, I cannot stand that. Yours was what again? Um, being stalked or being recorded? Like not so either one. Like either one or happening both happening at the same I'm time. I'm assuming, obviously, the stalking is not knowing it. But like this recording doesn't bother you? No, 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 no. Because no. it's like, voluntary. You're like, choosing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Un- okay. Involuntarily being recorded and my actions being. Watch. So, like, if someone's, like, Snapchatting a video of you in a store doing something stupid, you'd bug out? Uh, maybe not that, but, like, I'm changing in my bedroom window for whatever reason, <laughs> and there's a peeping Tom, or, like, I, my biggest, okay, another fear I have is, and I'll tell you why I have this fear, is because um, in the bathroom, before I open the shower, there's someone standing behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. I used oh. to have this reoccurring nightmare that Larry the cucumber was behind. <laughs> Larry the cucumber. The Larry the cucumber was behind the shower curtain, and uh, he would kill me. <laughs> How old were you when you had this nightmare? Um, there was one episode. Uh, maybe for those that are watching, and you maybe you too. The "Where's God When I'm Scared" episode. Like God is bigger than a boogeyman. Um, Larry the cucumber just pops out of the toy chest, and, I'm like, and I had a dream that he was behind my shower curtain. That doesn't answer my question. <laughs> How old were you? Was it like last week you had this 
<laughs> um, no, I would say a couple months ago, though. Oh, dude, that's rough. Larry yeah. is creeping on you. But, like, just like those creepy, like, TV shows that you see, like, people looking inside your your window yeah. or being, yeah. like, you look out in the street and there's a dark figure. Like I get that, too. Yeah. I totally, yeah. It's not, like, an irrational fear of mine, but, yeah, definitely, like, that feeling that you're being watched. Oh, yeah. And then, like, even worse, like, the feeling that you're being watched and then you, like, realize that you actually are. That's even worse. That would be terrible. Mm-hmm. It's always weird that you can feel someone watching you, in my opinion. The fact that I can feel you staring into the side of my skull or something mm-hmm. like that is just like, yeah, go away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go. Yeah. It is really interesting when you, like, sit down and think about, like, the different things that our bodies do. And then you think about that, like, to survive as a species, there's a reason that humans developed, like, those abilities yeah. and those, like, for lack of a better term, like micro evolutions. Yeah. Like what did we have going on where we had to develop this like almost sixth sense to be able to tell when somebody's looking at the back of your head, you know, like that perk in call of duty. (laughs) I think it's, uh, uh, high alert. Yes. High alert. God gave us high alert. (laughs) (laughs) We got built in high alert, (laughs) but not like, yeah, I think that in like the uncanny Valley, like, you know what that is? Nope. It's where like something looks almost human but it's just enough that your body is like mm, mm, that's not real like that feeling <laughs> oh like yeah i know what you're talking like about. when you look at something and like say like a robot or like a painting or like something like that that's like really 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 close to human but not quite and your body is like immediately on high alert like at night how you can like make almost make figures with your eyes in the, in the shadows and you're like, Ooh. yeah, bro. I had that happen. My so brain times. instantly went to when we come in here for small group yeah, and it's dark and that mannequin sitting at the top bottom oh, of the stairs. Well, yeah. So it's That's not too lifelike. Though. It's not the, it's not the immediate fear. Yeah. It's you physically look at something okay. like it's not, you look at something and I'm you're like, you right oh. and then you go, Oh no, that's not real at all. It's when you look at something and it's so close to being real, but you can tell that it's not, that's the uncanny valley. Mm, I got you. And so it's like when you like look at stuff and you're like, mm, that's not human. And your whole body is like, boom, and gets like on high alert. You've never heard of the uncanny? You never heard of that? No. So it's not an immediate it. like fear. It's just okay. like, it's a constant, like a consistent feeling. Uh, that is you. insane. Okay. So like, so then, the, but the thought process is what happened in the evolution of humans that we had to develop that protective reaction yeah. to something that doesn't quite look human. So like, see how when you look at her, like from the Polar Express, oh, and you're like, okay. she looks human, but like, that's a little off. Okay. Like, that's a little bit different where like, cause I've said it doesn't necessarily scare you, okay. but like how you're like, mm, like that's human, but. Not really. That's the Uncanny Valley. Huh. Interesting. Or like this. This is another one that's like Uncanny Valley. Whoa. Yeah. Just like it looks human, but like uh, there's something a little wonky about it. What? No. The only weird. Okay. There's one more weird. It's not a fear. It's nothing like that. But it's a weird thing that I always hyper fixate on. And I just can't unsee it, and it bothers the crap out of me. So you know how a lot of people were like, nah, feet are ugly. They're the worst. Like, that's their pinpoint where, like, they just don't want to see them. I don't like knees. Like, people's knees. Because in some people's knees, when they're, like, locked in, standing up straight, it'll be like a face of a little baby in their knee. And I always tell people this, and they think I'm so weird. No, I get what you're saying, but that is a little weird. I saw a TikTok today where this dude was trying to, like, show a video of him deadlifting and he had a leg sleeve like thigh down but his knee wasn't tattooed but he had like a baby knee as i call it and it looked exactly like he had like a face tattooed on his kneecap freaked me out you think he did that intentionally <clears throat> i mean i don't think he was born that way intentionally by his choice <laughs> so well, like he didn't get his knee I, maybe because it has a face i'm more confused as to why he got a leg sleeve but didn't get his knees tattooed like just so you guys like it looks like that 
Oh. Yeah. Look up baby yeah, kneecaps. Right. But like, and baby, like well, nah. I just literally type in oh. baby knees. Oh, baby <laughs> knees. And it pops up every time. Like my old church, there was a lady that worshiped and she wore a dress and I saw baby knees and I couldn't look away. <laughs> and I was just like, I got to end. This song's got to end. You got to stop singing. That's crazy. <laughs> it was the worst. I can't worship the Lord because of your knees. Because I'm so distracted by <laughs> your <laughs> ugly knee. Holy you, need crap. A longer, you need a longer dress. You need a longer That's dress the or reason pants. That, that fundamentalists yes. and stuff like that, that they want such long dresses. It's, oh, not, it's not for modesty. It's because they got baby knees. Maybe because I'm distracted by an ugly knee. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, before we get into today's topic, we want to thank all of our <clears throat> listeners that have been listening to us so far. Uh, as of I checked yesterday, we have 45 active listeners. Let's Dude, go. That's freaking awesome. Dude, so like, just share the pod more so we can get 90 by the next four episodes or the next one episode who knows but thank you for listening uh please follow us on instagram at the hooligan hideouts uh please join discord it's in the description below send us emails because we're starting to run out of topics um so i mean unless you want us just to talk about whatever we want that's fine um but we'd love to hear your guys suggestions so continue to send those in and one thing that we are very passionate about in this room, um, and maybe a lot of our listeners as well, uh, video games. Video games is something that brings us together. And a lot of our listeners, uh, a lot of the people that tune in, uh, are drawn into like Discord and the video games that we play, Call of Duty, so many things. And I, I think it's amazing to see how video games um, have been a not only have they been there for me um, but they have been a way for me to connect with people that's the number one thing i love about playing video games i don't play games by myself anymore i play with my friends and uh it's the best except for one game in particular sniper elite 5 it's weird <laughs> but um great I game play games by myself all the time bro uh, i just i grew up always playing with my friends and i just feel like you can't like literally when we played dmz uh, a couple, a couple, uh, like last, last week, week. Last week, yeah. I, I haven't had that much fun in a while because I just play ranked and I just get pissed. Yeah, I was about to ask, like, how are you gonna say that you don't play games with your friend, like, without your friends anymore, when you're like a level five hundred something on Call of Duty? <laughs> well, okay, well, no, he and does we run with the squad. Call of Duty in a long time. He runs with the squad <laughs> in ranked. I do know that because I hopped on with you one time to play Search and Destroy, and there was four others besides oh, him. Isn't that the worst? What? When you like go to join your friend playing something, and then you get in there, and there's like four people you don't know. Well, I knew some of like, them. Mm. I knew some of them. Mm -hmm. Jacob was in there. I think he was the only one that I did know. But the other three like weren't bad. I because I'm uh, I'm weird like weirdly in between where I usually can't play video games by myself either. I play whatever video game the most that my friends play the most because mm -hmm. I want to hop on there, hang out, have laughs, goof off. That's my main priority when I play video games. Yeah, I kind of want to be somewhat good, like not trash, but there's just something about hopping into like a Discord or Xbox party where I don't know at least like five of the people and it's like, nah, bro, I'm out. I don't want to be in with yeah, all these people because you don't know if like, all right, this dude's just like, I was playing Rocket League. With a buddy of mine. I know someone wanted, someone's going to want to make fun of me for that, but whatever. For I was playing Rocket, Rocket League. League? Yes. Oh. Is, and that, is Rocket League not cool I've anymore? had people like clown me for playing Rocket League still, yes. Uh, Hunter's one yeah. of them. He's like over here <laughs> waving. I didn't realize playing Rocket League wasn't cars. cool anymore. Yeah, so it's it's because I'm playing soccer with cars, but whatever. Well, no, it's 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 cooler now that it's free. But it was you so. Can play with anybody now. I was playing, and my buddy's brother hopped on. Dude, when I say. This man was last on the scoreboard every single game, lower ranked than me in comp. And every time I like missed the ball or didn't hit it perfect, it was. <sighs> That's all I heard. I'm like, dog, you're last place. Until you do something, don't tell me where to go. Don't get upset with me. When you t overtake my first place, then you can talk. Like, get what out of here. If he's listening right now. And then he hey, should Nick. know that he sucks. <laughs> he should know he needs to get he, get he needs to calm down. Like. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true, bro. It was yeah. Nah, man. See, like, I play by myself because, like, obviously I'd prefer to play with friends. Like, that's the ideal, whatever. Yeah. But like, it happened to me with Tarkov. Um, I had a whole squad of friends I played with, and then Tarkov only has uh, squads of five. But anybody 
who has a sane mind would never play a squad of five because it's the most disorganized thing in the world mm. and you end up shooting your friends. Um, so like max squad size you really want to go with in Tarkov is like three and even that's pushing it. And I got so many of my friends got into Tarkov that they started running squads all the time. And then it was like, I'd get on and everybody was already on. And I'm like, well, and Tarkov's not a game that I want to play by myself because yeah. it's freaking stressful. <laughs> and so like I would just pretty much get on and everybody else would be playing Tarkov and you can't like just have a casual conversation in discord while people are playing Tarkov. Cause there's so many call outs and there's so many, like everybody's like tuned in and locked in. And so like, you just, I just like join and like sit there for like 10 minutes and then just leave. <laughs> Cause yeah. I'm like, I the awkward, just like, I don't yeah. want to be here. <clears throat> and then like call of duty, literally the only thing I play unless I'm playing with people is shipment 24 seven. That's the only thing I play. Yeah. You're grinding. It's not even that. I just, it's absolutely chaotic. It doesn't matter if you're good. It doesn't matter if you're bad. You just run around and you die and you do dumb stuff. And it's just like, it's fun. It's I think the last time blast. I played Shipment was with you. And it was hands down the most fun I've ever had on Shipment. Just because me and you were joking the whole time. It didn't oh, yeah. matter if we were good, bad. It wasn't sweaty. At all, bro. And that's what made it enjoy. Because yeah. Shipment is a headache for me nine times out of ten. It is so but much playing fun. with him and just like Dude, random. So much fun. And I had I, the time of my life. I never use like meta stuff. Like you should know that by now when I play Call of Duty. Yeah. I hate running meta stuff. It's not fun. It's not enjoyable. And like everybody's like like the way that I've always played Call of Duty ever since Modern Warfare 2 was I go to whatever the first like weapon class is. So, like, say if it's submachine guns, assault rifles, whatever, mm -hmm. I, I literally will use only the first gun until I max it out and unlock everything. Yep. And then I go to the second gun, use it until I max it out and unlock everything. And then I go to the third gun, and I use it until I max it out and unlock everything. So that's, that's how I've always played Call of Duty. And so shipment is a blast for that because, like, you get put on this tiny map, and it's like, oh, yeah, I've been running through the assault rifles. I'm just, like, dropping kids left and right. And then it's like, guess what? You're on the sniper rifles now. And <laughs> yeah. it's like, you got to run around shipment with a sniper rifle. It's insanity. And it is so much fun because there'll be that just one time you turn the corner and just pop somebody right in the face. And you're like, that was insane. And like, it's yeah. just. Clip it, clip it, yeah, clip it. <laughs> yeah, it's an absolute blast. It's just so much fun. Yeah, like your clip in uh, DMZ with RPG. <laughs> Those are real people. Those yeah. are real people. And I was just like, <laughs> boom, and blow up with the RPG. Yeah. Yes. I like the revolver one better, though. The revolver one's fun. But what I would love to talk about is the evolution of gaming in our lifetime. Evolution's not real. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, man, we need to get uh, cameras in here because my face just completely changed. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, we're going to talk about that. Listen, listen, okay. Macro evolution is not real, in my opinion, but micro evolution absolutely yeah, is. Real. Yeah, absolutely. for sure. All right. Anyways, anyways, continue. But like, from when I started playing games to how video games are now, it's just completely different, obviously. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And even like the way that we love uh, the games now compared to the games that we loved then, um, it's completely different. And so. What is the first video game that got you hooked to gaming? Oh, man. I feel like the one, the first one that got me hooked, hooked was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Mm. Like the OG one, PlayStation. Yeah, that one had me hooked where you're just trying to go for the biggest combo, the longest stupid manual you could do. That game had me hooked where I would just play it on end for hours. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I'm surprised you didn't say a shooter or anything. First, first thing I think of is shooters. But well, I actually personally could not play anything like my parents followed the rating system mm, pretty yep. aggressively until I was like 15. Mm. <clears throat> and so like I couldn't play teen rated games until I was 13. Like, really? Yeah. Wow. Like my parents were very strict about that. By the book. And then for some reason, like I hit like 15, 16 and they were just like, all right, whatever. And like, <laughs> they just let me play whatever. And I was like, I mean, that's fine. I was like, I've been watching it on YouTube this whole time. <laughs> right. But like. So, but, so, like, I didn't grow up playing shooters. I grew up playing racing games. Like, that's what yes. I was into. Yes. Okay. And so, like, I played, um, the, the game that, like, got me, quote, unquote, hooked um, was probably the Burnout series. Well, that was you ever good. played that? What's that? It is just, like, it's, 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 at its core, it's just a racing game. But the whole, like, secondary objective to winning is just making the other cars crash. Yeah, and so, yep. like, the original ones, it's just Burnout. Um, 
it was pretty rudimentary it was just like i oh, race around and then you can like hit the cars and they crash and it's like take down or whatever but they had these um mini games not really a mini game it's like a party game um where you would have a competition to see who could make the biggest crash wow yeah and so like you know, I would play and I would go and do like this big crash and it'd be mm-hmm. like $40,000 worth of damage. And then it would switch and then I would give you the controller and then you would have to go and create an accident that would make more damage, essentially. This <clears> sounds <throat> familiar. I mean, it, it was a, it was it was a massive yeah. game. Like it was, there was Burnout, there was Burnout 2 Point Impact, there was Burnout 3 Takedown, Burnout um, Revenge. Like there was a huge line of games. Like it was around for a long time. The mm. last one was Burnout Paradise and it, it recently got a remaster. But, um, hmm. yeah, that was my, like, jam. Like, I played all those. Need for Speed, of course. That was where my brain went to. Was Need for I Speed Underground. Need for, Need for Speed Underground 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. But I was like, those weren't the first games that had me hooked, like Tony Hawk was. Need for Speed. Those games had a death grip on yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> Need yeah. for Speed Underground and Underground 2 were the sole reason that I got into cars. No question. Yep. Were the sole reason I got into car, like, customization and, mm-hmm. like, engines and, like, wheels and tires and sound systems and like just following that whole thing and then um just like yeah I, and like i got to a point as a kid where i was like anything that's even slightly similar to need for speed underground 2 i'm purchasing did it's you like, play midnight club dub edition oh dude midnight yeah. club dub edition was my like yeah like you know how bread when you, and butter right yeah, there you know how like when you get like super super good at a game and people look at it while you're playing and they're like oh my god like how are you so good that's how i was with midnight club like i got to the point where i was like so good at like the power slides that they had and all that because it's super arcadey that like i would literally be taking corners and like slightly just like barely touching the the, uh like buildings as i was like sliding by and all that and my buddy legitimately was like dude i don't even understand like how you're this good at it i'm like dude you you don't understand I sit at home and this is all I do. Like, yeah. that's how I was with that game though too. Oh yeah, Hunter. Oh, yeah. Dub edition was like, that was my jam. Bro. What yeah. was your first so, game that got you hooked? Uh, first game that got me hooked. Um, so I'm trying to think. Uh, the first video game I played was uh, oh crap, uh, Mario. Usually was yeah. like, uh, I had a GameCube, and so Mario and Sonic. Or the games that I first started to play. Yep. Same. I'm not saying that I love Mario, and I'm not saying that I love Sonic or anything like that. But the first game that got me hooked, I've always been a shooter person, uh, not uh, a not a school shooter. Um, but oh, <laughs> come on, were you the short <laughs> north? Were you the short north shooter? <laughs> no, no. Um, but I loved third person games. Okay. Um, but. The game that got me hooked was GoldenEye. I was thinking GoldenEye the whole time you were talking. is the game that got me hooked. Um, I did not play it for long because the Nintendo 64 is at its tail end. Yep. And right right after that was GameCube for me. Um, And I played Sonic. But the game that got me, like, hooked is Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell. Mm, I've told you guys this before. Splinter Cell is my all-time favorite game because... Of the stealth aspect, the shooting was horrible. I mean, the shooting was absolutely terrible. You try to shoot with your pistol, but um, it was the game to where it was like you could almost do anything when you were in the dark, when you're in the shadows. Mm-hmm. And you could be up against the wall, and someone could be two feet in front of you, and they wouldn't know you're there. And you would try to 100% completely stealth the game. Um, Splinter Cell was my favorite game of all time. Oh, yeah. But solid. then. Splinter Cell is a good one. But then I would say Halo. Halo, I finally got an Xbox 360. Yeah. And so Halo 3, probably the best campaign except for Reach. I was, Reach. I was even saying, I was, I'm talking about best campaign overall ever. Ooh, that's a hard one. Space <laughs> uh, when he said that. <laughs> my, my most favorite campaign of all time at an early age, like to where I was like, I am hooked to gaming was Call of Duty World of War. Really? World of War? Yes. Call of Duty World of War. Okay. I will say that uh, Call of Duty 4 and World of War, it's funny because I played them backwards because, like I said, my parents wouldn't let me play games. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, I got I got Modern Warfare 2. Modern Warfare 2 was the first Call of Duty that I had. Best one. 
I mean, yeah, that's no question. But anyway, hmm. um, so that was the first Call of Duty that I had. So like, I no lifed the crap out of Modern Warfare Two, and then I bought World at War, and then I bought Call of Duty Four. So like, I went back and played the old ones after playing it, and so <clears throat> I think it probably I might have agreed with you. But I had Modern Warfare 2's campaign before I played before World of War's War. campaign. Yeah. And it's like, mm, it's a little hard to best Modern Warfare 2's campaign. Modern Warfare 2's campaign is like... Yeah. That's it, like... It's unmatched. If it's not number one for me, it's darn near close. The new Modern Warfare's, their campaigns are... I love... Top tier. Yeah. I love the new Modern Warfare's campaigns. They are very, very good. Even from a, like, gun autist, like, tactical person perspective mm-hmm. yeah. they're very very well done and that's the main reason i like the new modern warfare series so much but when you were talking about racing games <clears throat> is the first thing that got you hooked you unlocked a memory i forgot i had <laughs> a game that never comes up no one ever talks about because i feel like it wasn't that great of a game there was a game called street racing syndicate i played it I, I don't it. know why you just talking about that clicked that memory. And I was like, bro, I spent endless hours on that game because it was SRS, not bro. like, yeah, it was not like need for speed where it was just like, Oh, you could crash as many times as you want. Your car's perfect. Mm-mm. SRS, every like bump out. you took, yeah. your bumper would fall off. Like you would actually do damage <laughs> and have to pay to fix it. Yeah. I forgot all about that game until just now. Yeah. SRS was cool. Did you ever play juiced? I did not. Uh, juiced and juiced Two, a uh, hot import nights were like my two, like, not need for speed like mm-hmm. time sync games um juiced was fun because it was like um it was basically like the same kind of idea like trick out your car like do all this fun stuff but um it was all like sanctioned racing so it wasn't like street racing but they had this system where if you drove behind somebody mm-hmm. and you like continued to stay on their bumper you could psych them out and so like once they hit a certain level of this meter or whatever they'd like freak out and like you could pass them. Oh. It was just kind of a cool game. Like but an, yeah, that's kind of cool, though. Hot Import Nights was was really, really cool. Another <clears> racing <throat> game that I forgot about was Gran Turismo. Oh, that was good. I played that one. I, I forgot all about Gran Turismo those. because I was always a Microsoft. I was hooked on those things. Like, all, like, I think those original PlayStations, what mm-hmm. they were on, that was, like, the first racing game I feel like I put a lot of time into. But because I was so young... It wasn't like the obsessed, it's got a grip on me. Yeah. It was just like, this is my game. I like it. It mm. wasn't nothing like I'm super addicted to this Did right now. Did you ever play uh, any of the test drive games? Yep. Did you ever play um, Test Drive Unlimited? I think so. The one where you're on Hawaii and yep, you get, like yep. buy the houses and stuff? Yep. That was another one that like, I wish I could go back and see the time that I put into games like that because like I had to have spent easily a month's worth of time on that game that's solid it was so much fun and it was like i gotta freaking get everything and buy everything and unlock everything i remember when i got a i got a mclaren f1 that was a car that i purchased it was a million dollars in the game yep and i remember i bought it and i was just like i've done it i completed the game yep i'm done and it's like you still have a ton of races nope nope that's all i cared about that's all that's all i care about but it's not racing related but another car game that for some reason had a stupid grip on me. I don't know if you would have been able to play it when you would have been able to anyways, because the show alone was terrible, but the Simpsons game. Oh my God. Were you essentially taxi <laughs> people around? Yeah. Yes. That was another one that, that wasn't, game is so fun. That was another one that wasn't on Xbox. Oh, yeah, it, was on PlayStation. Right. it was only on PlayStation. Dude, but that game, Rage, I don't know Road what Rage. it was about that game, bro, but I was, you're hooked. hoping the console war. Stop it. <laughs> well, they're not anymore. But. PC Hunter. There was no. there was so many things that I didn't get to play that like yeah. I legitimately was like, I'm gonna buy a PlayStation just so I can play these freaking games. <laughs> like, um Project Gotham Racing, I'm pretty sure that was an Xbox one. Um I think it was Xbox's answer to Gran Turismo. Yeah. Um but it was pretty good. There was four of those. Um and then I'm trying to think of the other one that I Oh, Forza. Forza. Everybody yeah. Forza oh, was yeah. so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like everyone's played that. Of course. And like um, when her, I remember when the first Horizon came out, because I always liked Forza, but it was just like, it's all like sanctioned, like racing on tracks. I'm like, yeah, eh, yep. eh, you know, this gets boring quick. Yeah, and then it was like Horizons, like an open world, like you're, it's a little bit more arcadey and all that. And I was just like, ah, oh, yeah, this is it. Mm-hmm. I you, played the you crap know what else out of the Horizon. Boring quick, 
racing games in general. Nah. I, okay. <laughs> I was thinking the same. Cause when you're talking about crashing is when I thought about it. Yeah. And then sanctioned racing. NASCAR games, like the Heat or whatever it was called, yes. was loads of fun until you got bored. And it's like, bro, I'm just turning around. I'm smashing yes. fools in the middle of a race. Yeah. Yes, but practice there, mode. There was one racing. I don't know if it was the NASCAR, like the Heat, like the same one. But you could start at the bottom, like essentially like what used to be Columbus Motor Speedway. Mm-hmm. And you would start at like a nobody racing dirt track. And you would work your way up through like the ARCA, through the truck series, into the like Winston Cup or whatever it was called at that time. That was the only one that had me hooked because it was almost like a career mode. Yeah. You got to yeah. build yourself mm-hmm. up. Well, it, and that's the thing. Like, honestly, that's probably one of my biggest complaints about, like, Forza and, like, mm-hmm. especially the New Horizons is, like, I feel like you literally start the game and it's just, like, here's a supercar. And I'm, like, I don't, yeah. like, like it's I not just, the same. you know what I mean? Like, I just started. You like, you like the grind. I like to, like, you know, like, I want to build my car. Give me the need for speeds where I start with a Golf Exactly. And that's it. You know, yeah. give me a need for speed where I start with a base Honda Civic and I got to build it up to, you know, this, like, absolutely disgusting-looking street car. Like, I mean, they're just terrible. They're, they're, you look back at it now and you're like, man, this was really... I think that was my biggest gripe with those games is it was the one where you would get points for how cool, quote-unquote, it would look. But Everything cool. I wanted to do wasn't cool. took down the points. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, I don't want this stupid wide body kit that actually doesn't look good. Yeah. I don't want the glittery paint that doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. Give me the flat black with a nice body kit, and that was it. But it's like, this no. is when Grand Theft Auto was born, <laughs> <laughs> where you could do whatever you want. Yep. But the reason I've been so quiet is because I absolutely hate racing games. Imagine. Hate I think it's a big waste of time. Look at this non car like a nerd. I am. I drive a Honda Accord. I hate cars. Um, one game that had a absolute death grip on me was Star Wars Battlefront. Mm. Star Wars Battlefront 2 specifically, when you could play as Jedis and you could fight Jedi versus Sith or um, the Republic versus uh, the Rebels. I mean, uh, Empire versus Rebels. Absolutely revolutionary. And then, oh my gosh, that game was the best. Land parties on the original Xbox the absolute best gaming, like some of the most fun I've had. And um, I just absolutely love that game. Uh, Another game that I was just thinking of um, that actually I spent way too much time on and I wish I could get back 29 days of my life (laughs) is freaking Destiny. Destiny. I used to love Destiny so much, bro. Ugh. Don't even get Destiny. Oh my God! Destiny and the Division are two games that like I love so dearly, but like I can't get back into them because nope. they're they're RPGs, and it's like if you go back into them, and it's like oh your gear score is too low, and I'm like dude, I'm not grinding for six and a half hours to find a high level ACR. Like I'm just not doing it. But what was so bad about Destiny is that you put so much time and effort and energy into it. And you have to rely so much on randomly generated systems mm-hmm. that automatically were created to suck. Like literally Destiny, like I would say R and Destiny Jesus. Vanilla was yes. R and Jesus. Destiny Vanilla was not good. Taking King was absolutely amazing until the tail end of Taking King when everyone got tired of Taking King and then Rise of Iron came out and the beginning of Rise, in, Rise of Iron was amazing and then the 10-year plan that Destiny had turned into freaking Destiny 2 where it was probably the worst game I've ever played. I don't know if I'd go that hard. Dude, I'm going that hard. Destiny 2 wasn't that bad. Yes. It definitely could have been better, but like I don't think it was the worst game Dude, ever. I mean, yes, the Kalos Raid was great, but then after that when Osiris came out, the biggest disappointment... I think Microsoft has ever had. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> I can definitely understand. Except for Anthem. <laughs> Did yeah. you play Anthem? No, 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 no. perked up. Anthem, was, <laughs> Anthem, yeah. Anthem was like, they were like, this is going to be a big game. And then it came out and everyone was like, nah. They're like the <laughs> Destiny Killer. <laughs> yeah. I think I played the demo and I was like, this is neat, I guess. <laughs> I just never played it. But the problem is they thought Destiny was going to be the answer to Halo, and it just never was. I, I will say it was a completely different game. Yeah. And different, like, style. And the lore. I mean, the lore is really, really good. But the yeah. biggest gripe that I always had with Destiny was that the lore wasn't in front of you. The lore was in, like, mm-hmm. 
it's it's similar to Metal Gear Solid Five, like where there's a ton of story, but you have to like look for it. And it's like yeah. I don't want to like just tell me the story. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would much rather have like a 15, 20 hour campaign than have a five hour campaign, but then you know ten hours worth of like recordings and codec entries that I have to go read yeah. and listen to. Like I don't want to do that. I think it's yeah, I agree. I think that's so dumb. Yeah. But man, I'll tell you what, there's not a more loyal fan base than Destiny Dads. I'm so serious. <laughs> there's literally um okay, so I have a buddy, his name's Trevor. If he ever listens to this, love you. Hi Trevor. He hey. is in a clan called the Federation of Fathers. It's literally a bunch of dads that get on every Thursday and they run private matches and they do 6v6 control, they do elimination, they do all these things, and they do a raid like every Friday. Like they are committed and loyal. And I am I'm blown away. I respect the dedication. I respect the dedication. And that's the thing about Destiny players, like they are so like dedicated to the game. They're willing to spend sixty dollars every season and they play the crap out of it. And I, I just I just can't do it anymore. It's starting to sound like it might not be as much of a uh, failure as you're saying. Yeah, this. Hunter. But the thing is, they just have people sucked in so much to where they will give them the crappiest thing. And they're like, and the thing is, Destiny fans, they complain about it. Yeah, that's every game, dude. Yeah, literally. You just talked about playing Call of Duty. That's the biggest yeah, complainers Call of Duty in the has gaming the community. the biggest community of just... Ew, they what? changed the map when they switched games. <laughs> I hate this. Yeah, but like this gun still kills in this many bullets from this distance, and it's just like, sh- bro, they have they test it up, to bro. where it's like down to the tenth of a oh, second dude, for time to kill. It's insanity. Well, this gun kills in point zero five seconds Raven quicker. Why does Raven Software pay attention to this? <laughs> but but they made this camo animated. It's like maybe those aren't the same teams. You ever consider that? Like, yeah. <laughs> maybe the people who are working on camouflages probably aren't the people that are balancing weapons because it's two entirely different parts yeah. of the game. Factual. That's true. All right. I don't know. I just think this this Call of Duty, I don't have much complaints about because... Oh, I, I don't I'm, either. That's why I'm, I'm trying to very, figure out why everyone's so mad. Yeah, exactly. I, People so, just like to complain, like yeah, we said. I mean, is, they yeah. brought the competitiveness back to Call of Duty that I love. And I think, although Brian sent me a TikTok of people just <laughs> constantly cheating. And ranked. And ranked. That I mean, you come across that, and it's not even like they were hiding it in those TikToks, bro. You just saw him trailing the guy through the wall, perfectly dead. That's the thing about, and that's the main reason that I'm so against the like pushing of everything needs to be competitive all the time. Yeah, is because that's what happens. Yeah, cheaters just want the best. People play the game, and they either don't want to take the time to, or they just can't become as good as some other people. So rather than taking the time playing the game and enjoying it, they just cheat. Yeah, which. Me personally, I don't give a crap. Like, I know that people are like, cheaters are scum of the earth, but whatever. It's a, if you want to cheat in the game, whatever. Like, you're going to kill me and then the match is going to end. But if I'm a game off plat and you're tracing me through the wall, I'm going to get heated. I'm raging. I am, I mean, it might be a personal problem, but I'm punching the monitor. (laughs) That's definitely a personal problem. Not that that far. But yeah, yeah, not really. But no, like that, I'm in the same boat. You know what I mean? Like in Tarkov, for example, like say that I'm, you know, whatever, and some dude one tasked me from like 600 yards away because he's cheating. Does that tick me off? Absolutely. Like that drives me up a wall. But Uh like, you just don't see a point in like screaming about it, fussing about it because you can't fix it. Yeah. Like you have to rely on the gaming platform, the the creators, the developers to have the energy and to fix and it on their own. You're, it's it's never gonna happen. It's not. It's not because ever. now it's gotten to the point where that like it used to be that like people would cheat for fun essentially just to be good, just to unlock stuff. But now it's gotten to the point where there is a financial income there is a like market for these kinds of things especially in tarkov like tarkov has so much real money transaction stuff that like they have had to make so many changes in game that directly affect the game negatively for its players but they have to do it so that people stop cheating yeah like there's certain items you can't bring into raids anymore and if you do bring them into the raid you can't drop them Right. And if you drop them, they're destroyed. Like, there's certain things that, like, can't go inside of other things. Like, all these different things that don't make any sense and make the game suck a little bit. But it's because, like, people were literally going online and selling those things for, like, a dollar a piece. And then they'd have somebody pay them 40 bucks. And then they'd go into a raid, drop 40 of them, yep. and make money. 
Wow. And then those people are going into raids with wall hacks, with aimbot, with all of this stuff so, they so that they all. can get that loot so that they can sell it. Right. And so that's mm. the endless loop of real money transactions. And so that's the issue is that that's why it's exploded so much. You know, people sell modded Call of Duty accounts. Oh, you can yeah. buy a, you Wait, can buy a. They had that in the last war zone where they were getting like black ops camos on the Modern Warfare 2019 guns. Yeah, you can Which, still get it. Yeah, exactly. I was looking like at a website like uh, a couple days ago where it's like unlock all camos, all weapons, and like even you know special camos. But it's like three hundred dollars. Yeah, well, and I, people hey confession. He runs oh, it. No. I paid someone to get me flawless in Destiny. Of course, he did. Okay, so, but like, did they log into your account yep. to do it? Okay, yeah, that's a little, yeah. Mm. But did they cheat? No. Okay, well, see, that's no, a little bit. No, they're just good. That's a little bit different. If you want to do stuff like that, like, cool. Because I wanted, uh, there was a certain, uh, there was a certain, what what was it called? Okay, I'll forget it. Yeah, well. But yeah, like, like, that kind of stuff is a little bit different because like them going in and just being good at the game and not cheating, like, they're not ruining other people's experience they're not ruining the integrity you. of the yeah, game as yeah a whole. They, they may you know smack some kids but like that's because of their skill not because of a, a cheating system yeah. that they're using and so like that like i don't really have an issue with were you to say something i was i just <laughs> want to like ask a question so we've talked about racing we talked about first person shooters we talked about like stupid simpsons games did you guys ever play like fighting games of any sort? UFC, wrestling, WWE? Nope. Fight Night okay. Round Four. Here's my the first game that I think of when I or think of three. any sort of fighting or re- like anything like that is Def Jam Fight for New York. <laughs> Do you know what it is? I've, I know. Yeah. I've never never heard heard of it, okay. So it's essentially like you have a campaign, a storyline where it's like a fight club, essentially. You're street fighting, but they put real people in this game. Like, I pulled up images just so I could, like, remember who was in it. It was, like, a bunch of rappers. Yes. The leader of the crew was Crow, who was Snoop Dogg. And his crew in this picture behind him is... So, is this, like, the actual record label Def Jam? I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's connected to an extent. Okay. Um, Exhibit. Lil Flip. Exhibit, bro. (laughs) Yeah. Busta Rhymes. Oh, my gosh. Ice-T. Sean Paul and Slick Rick. Wait, Ice-T? Yes. (laughs) Like these people, like Danny Trejo was in this game as well as one of the fighters. And you would just sign up and you had to fight your way through the whole crew. And they had a storyline and it was supposed to be an intimidating video to start in with like the subtitles and everything. And then you'd go in and fight and you'd have to beat them to level up. I don't know why that game had me hooked for a while too. I'm going to be hundred percent. Like, it's funny because obviously this is an older game. So he probably looked the, entirely the different. Oh yeah. But like when I think about fighting iced tea, I just think like <laughs> current iced tea yeah. and like, what is he in? He's in like NCIS or something yep, like that. Yep. And I'm like, <laughs> kind of like 40, okay. Wait, 50 on. year old kind of dad bod iced tea. Here's another crew. Here's like... D mobs crew. You got sticky fingers. Method Man, Joe Budden. Method Man? Yeah. Ghostface okay. Killer, Ludacris, Redman. Ghostface Killer? Yeah. Oh, my like, gosh. Anybody and everybody you could think of, bro, is in this. Did you say Ludacris? Yeah. <laughs> so this, yeah, I'm looking up Def Jam artists. LL Cool J. He was um, not in the game, I don't think, though. Uh, Method Man. Yep. Snoop Dogg. Yep. Uh, Ludacris. Yep. So I wonder if it was like. A, oh, it probably was. Yeah. Inspired Joe Budden. Like these are cut hate him, by the way. Why do you hate Joe B- Button, dude? His podcast. It, Just look at podcast. how rough that is. Like, oh, you got his early two thousands. Like, <laughs> trying so hard with like the baggy wannabe hood mm-hmm. stuff. It was hilarious to play. Okay, this game. what about like story based games? Like, not shooters, not but like, um, one game that comes to mind. A lot of people probably don't know this. It's more of an indie game. Life is Strange. I was telling yeah, your wife you, about it. You and Megan were talking about yeah, it. Yeah. Just like in, Telltale Games. Yeah. Doing. Like it's an incredible story, cool concepts. Um, and I think the reason that nobody hears about it is because it's like something different. And so the question that I want to ask you guys is, do you feel like, and this might be obvious, I don't know, is gaming washed? What do you mean? That's like, a vague like blanket statement, I feel like, I know. to ask. Or I would say, is gaming just now like recycled in a way? I think that there that, that that is something that I do have opinions on, and it it does upset me to a degree. Um, one of the first things that come to mind is Cyberpunk 2077. Um, did you ever play that? 
Uh, no, I wanted to. Okay. I just have De- You definitely should. It, I still think it's a really good game. Um, however, it is not as good as... Well, it might be now. I haven't played it in a while. I played it, like, right when it first came out. And Oh, I heard it got ripped. Yes. And it was just... They toyed that it was going to be this amazing next generation. Blah, 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 blah. And it... Because it came out with the new console. And it, it, was, it was good, but it was not what they were explaining it to be. And the biggest issue that I had was that there were like built-in storylines and there was like, you know, you could become uh, like, you could get like followers and companions and all that. And like for each gender and like sexuality, there was a love interest. And so like, if you were a male that was straight, you your love interest was Pan Am. And then if you were a male that was gay, your love interest was, I think, Kelly. And then it was like, if you're a female and you're straight, then your love interest was some other dude. And if you're a female and you're gay, the love interest was Judy. And so, like, you could do the companion missions for all of those people. Mm-hmm. But then on how you played your character would determine, like, who would be your love interest. Yeah. Um, and then if you were a guy, like, the other two weren't even an option. You could become friends with them and, like, do stuff with them. But you could obviously never, like, have a romantic relationship with them. But, um, like, the main story was so good and then the companion missions were so good and then like everything else was just kind of like like legitimately i did the the mission to get to the point where you had like the romantic relationship with pan m and when you finished it and like it was like this storyline's done and like you guys are boyfriend girlfriend now it just ends like you never interact with that character you, again. You, you have you to make the conscious him. decision to go and interact with her. And she is always sitting in the same chair. Oh. And it's like three voice lines that you interact oh. with her. And I'm like, how are you going to have that level of an emotional storyline? Like I legitimately was so invested in this game that like I became connected to both of the characters. And I was like, this is amazing. Like this is so good. Like this is such And like, like playing as my character, I was like, this is this is great. Like, this is so cool. Like, I feel like I'm creating the storyline with my character and like you have the significant other and you have like Johnny Silverhand, like you're creating all of this interesting dialogue. And then like, you're like, okay, cool. Like, you know, this is my, this is my love interest this is my significant other. Like we're going to go and we're going to beat the game together. And then she just like sits down in a chair and then that's just the end. Mm. I was so angry that I put the game down and I have not picked it up since. <laughs> Because I was like, that is so lazy and stupid. <laughs> like, why would they not at least be a companion? They could just, like, walk around with you and, like, help you shoot yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like, how are you going to build up a storyline that aggressive? And, it, it like, I didn't set it down immediately. But, it like, within the next two days, I literally just set it down and never played it again. Because it frustrated me that much. And, like, I feel like, exactly like you're saying, like, games are coming out. And it's just kind of like... They're just kind of hoping that they can fix it after it comes out. Yeah. And and that's the thing that, that really is... That's why Vanguard flopped. Yeah. The and story was so great, and then you got to multiplayer, and it flopped. And that's the thing that drives me bananas. Is like it, I feel like so many games are coming out now, unfinished, and then they're just like, ah, oh, we'll have a day one patch, and then we'll have this, and we'll have that, and then we'll see what the community says, and then we'll change it. And it's like, why don't you just do that to begin with? And not release the game half done. I think I think you d- games can do that if they willingly say like, "Hey, this is our long term plan." Like one game in particular, Rainbow Six Siege has done an incredible job with this. I think yes, it's the same game, but I think that's also the point. And they adapt everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like oh, that's another game that I put tons of time in it like i was diamond oh, in siege no yeah i on was pc good at siege yeah yeah like i was like <laughs> dummy good at siege that's straight shock on the got, that is right incredible there. i got platinum on i think platinum's right under diamond isn't it uh yes okay i got platinum on xbox yeah um when i used to play it on xbox all the time and then i switched to pc and i got my absolute crap pushed in for months oh, yeah and then playing and playing and playing and playing and playing i got diamond on pc and this was, I mean, this was like season like two, three, like it was forever ago. But yeah, I, I used to I be would a love menace. To see, I would love to see you. I think I have some, up. I think I have some videos on YouTube from a long time ago playing Rainbow Dude, Six. That I game had a, a death grip on me. I remember staying menace. awake with my friends for 24 hours. Oh yeah. 
pizza rolls and Mountain Dew yep. playing Siege. <laughs> I like, was a the road absolute to menace in Siege for oh, a long time. That makes me love you even more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I have a super random question with video games. I don't know if I'm the only one that has this, but do you have a certain console? I feel like I know which way you'll lean, but a certain console or a controller that you just hated? Um, the Because I can think of one for both. The Duke controller for the original Xbox. Okay. The big, chunky yeah. one. Yeah. Hate it. Hated it. Okay. Hated it. The buttons suck. The um, thumbsticks were like kind of concave, but kind of convex. Yeah, yeah, like they I were just that. gross. And the like grip was almost like out Sideways. like this. And it just hurt your, your wrists. Hated it. Do you have a console that you just hate? Not really. Okay. No. I was, um, like, when he was talking about playing Mario and stuff like that, I wasn't, like, I was shaking my head, full disclosure to everyone, when he was talking <laughs> about Mario and, and uh, Sonic. It wasn't because I don't like Mario and Sonic. It was because I had a Nintendo 64, but the reason I had a Nintendo 64 was because it was my dad's, mm-hmm. and then I never had another Nintendo console yep. until the Wii. Okay. And the Wii was, like, the family console. Like, yeah. it was downstairs oh, yeah. on the Let's TV. Let's get active. But, no, I'm saying, like, it wasn't mine. Oh, okay, It okay, was, like, yeah, yeah. the family console that was, like, downstairs on the living room TV. And then we would play, like, Wii Sports. Yeah. So, like, I didn't play Mario. I didn't play Zelda. I didn't play any of those games because I never had a Nintendo console. I never had a GameCube. I never had um, the Wii. or the Mario Wii. Kart Double Dash. Love Yeah. And so, game. like, again, I would play racing games. Mm. And then, like... Friends would be like, oh, let's play Mario Kart. I suck at Mario Kart. <laughs> Any type so of kart racing bro. game, I am garbage. I love Mario Preston, Kart. Preston, my brother Preston, cracked. is insane at Mario. He played on the Wii and played competitively, and he was top 100 for wow. Mario Kart. For Mario Kart. That doesn't surprise me in the slightest. <laughs> like, not even a little bit. That doesn't surprise me at all. He had the Wii U. So I will say that console was not great. I don't know if like compared with I don't know if there were cross platforms at that time where you could play with like older gen Wii's or you played. I have no idea. I don't either. He was top one hundred. That's it. pretty cool. So regardless, yeah. Do you have a insane. console or a controller that you just hate? Um. Well, I hate PlayStation, uh, just in general. Because I'm Xbox. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> but Console Wars, Hunter. Console Wars. Yes, yes. I never liked the thumbstick placement on the PlayStation. Yeah. Now it's like in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. And the way I hold a controller is the claw, which is why I have carpal tunnel probably. Um, Wait, you, can, you hold it like... So, I wish it... Yeah. I hold it like, like this. Oh, oh, so like... Middle fingers on the bottom triggers and yep. okay. and oh. my and my pointer fingers on LBR. I did not know that. That's why that's why I'm insane at Call of Duty, guys. No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't go that far. I'm, I'm decent. Uh, fun, <laughs> fun fact: playing Call of Duty with a controller. Anyway, oh, okay. anyway, any first-person shooter with a controller. Imagine. Uh, <laughs> um, All right, but my my dad taught me how to play the claw method because he had a 2.5 KD in Modern Warfare 2. Jeez. Oh, Dude, he wow. was cracked with the UMP45. <laughs> UMP45, red dot, G18. I never in a million years insane. would have expected I wouldn't that. Have, especially knowing me, your dad, I wouldn't have expected that He taught that me the high-rise glitch. <laughs> That's awesome. That? The one where uh, it's like the scaffolding on the side uh-huh. and you jump up and you get on the roof and you're just on the roof with your intervention and you just snipe oh, people, people up. up. Yeah. Tactical insertion on the top roof. <laughs> That's Dude, amazing. My dad taught me that glitch. Oh my gosh. I remember like all of the out of the map stuff you could do in the oh, yeah. too. I liked that. Because they didn't intentionally try to block it. It was just yeah. kinda like, yeah, you just go have fun. Go for it. I think when I think of uh console that I hated the most, Hunter will not be a fan of it because he talked about it earlier. I hated the GameCube with a passion. I have no idea. I understand why, why though. There was just something about that when I would go to someone's house, like, let's play video. I was like, what do you got? Like GameCube? I'm like, Mm, the I'm tiniest busy. controller. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. If I went to somebody's house and they had a GameCube, I was like, all right. So like, you're poor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I was God. poor. And I, I was know, poor. And I yeah, know that my, that's my right. Yeah, I was poor. And I didn't even have a GameCube. I my, had PlayStation. <laughs> well, I see. I make that joke, but like yeah. my family was like the like middle class poor, where yeah. like they acted like they weren't, but like really they were. And so like, yeah, no, that's you know totally. But like my little kid brain was like, oh man, you got a GameCube. I hated <laughs> it. Sorry, your parents don't like you. Like I don't know. That's where my brain went mostly. Too. and then controller that i hate we talked about starting like one of our og games i hated the n64 controller 
I still can't figure out. It how makes to like... no sense. Yeah. Whatsoever. Like I remember as a kid playing GoldenEye because my older cousin Mike played it all the time. And I was like, I want to be cool. I want to play N64 and GoldenEye with you. And I get up there. I'm like, how am I supposed to yeah. hold this? Did like, it have three? Yes. yes. Things. There was one in the middle. And, and there was a joystick in the, on the middle one. Yes. which made And at the bottom, which made no sense to me. It's just like over here on the outside where my thumbs are naturally. Well, mm-hmm. and like GoldenEye was like the first first person shooter. Yeah. Yes. And so like going back and playing it after playing like modern ones. Oh my God. I don't even know. I can't do it. I'm when they like, remastered it, it they put it on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass if you want to try it out. I couldn't. I couldn't stomach it. I really couldn't. Isn't it just like GoldenEye but with like Daniel Craig? I don't think so. maybe. I don't know. But when there's it, one that's oh no, it's uh it's like the James Bond Legends or something. It's like uh, 007 uh, Legends. Okay. And it's like GoldenEye, Quantum of Solace, um Casino Casino Royale. No, not not Casino Royale. The um whatever the one is with Pierce Brosnan and where he drives the little BMW. I forget. Uh, Skyfall? No, that's uh, that's that's still Daniel Craig. I think it's like no no time to die. No time to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I love James Bond movies. By yeah, the way. they're they're good movies. Um, but like, it's all of those games that mm-hmm. they had, yeah. but they're remastered and they're all Daniel Craig. <laughs> oh I'm my like, God. well, that doesn't make any sense. Speaking <laughs> of old games, so when I looked it up earlier, you know, Street Racing Syndicates on yeah. Steam. Is it for three bucks? Oh, I'm buying it tonight. <laughs> I am purchasing it. I saw it and I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna buy it right now." <laughs> I'm shaking my head. Freaking nope. bet. Is right, it just because you're not you on a PC? That, while you buy that, why are you shaking NCAA your head? NCAA football, my boy. Bro, okay, I was gonna go to like 2K and and Madden and NCAA as well. NCAA, NCAA football is that the best game? sports game ever. That was great. Ever. Which I miss one, it so though, much. Is your favorite? Oh. I don't know if I can really. I just miss it as a whole. I don't know if I can pinpoint like yes, this one. Just the game as a whole, NCAA. <laughs> Christian's oh, geeking dude. out over here. <laughs> Freaking R thirty two. I forgot about the R thirty four at the beginning when they yeah. like take the parts off and repaint it. Oh dude. Yeah, so NCAA football as a whole, I just miss. The concept, I really, really hope they bring it back. It's coming back next like, year. I need to see it to believe it first. Because yeah. you've heard about it for a long time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I they need that delayed game back. it a year. I haven't heard anything else. They'll probably tell us something in the fall. I hope. But my biggest thing I was going to ask you when I thought about it earlier, you you started this off with Evolution, and we've just kind of talked about old games that we played starting out to games that we play now. What do you think about the evolution of, like, Madden and 2K from when you started playing to now? Madden has gotten way too complicated. That's fair. I think, yes, they have created better mechanics to where you can, like, like you can throw a higher ball to where your tight end can get it. and. Yep. Um, like the they try to do this thing where it's like almost like a a pitching meter or a shooting meter for football, and it was not great. No. It really wasn't. You could tell based on the way you press the button whether your ball is a lob pass or a a dime or a, or a fastball. Like you could tell based on the way you press the button. I don't need a meter to tell me that. Yeah, exactly. And um, I just uh, I think Madden has digressed. See, I was. When I was younger, and I mean, I'm like going like when I first, like one of my first consoles I remember playing was the Sega Dreamcast. My brother had one. Wow. And that was another awkward controller that you was played just the first Madden, stupid thick. I don't think it was the first. I don't, I didn't play Madden for a while. My brother was more into basketball and that was his. So like so I played with him. I played 2K, like the old school. Oh, okay. Two, I think it was still 2Ks back then. Maybe. It's been a minute. NBA Live. Oh, it might have been that too. <laughs> Dude. But. Those older basketball games and like when I was a kid playing video games, it was more. I leaned more towards 2K. I don't know what it was about it. Give me basketball every single time. But the older I got, Madden became more my game that I wanted to play on my own time until it got stupid complicated like that. Yeah. Where it's just like, bro, you're doing too much right now. Yeah, man. So many video games. So many things that we could be talking about. Let us know like what some of your favorite games were. Uh, what got you hooked to gaming? If you even like video games, if you don't like video games, let us know. You know? Yeah, um, you know? Yeah. We really appreciate you guys. Um, and buy a Street Racing Syndicate. Oh if you're gosh. on PC and you're cool. For $3, no. Unlike bro. somebody no. over the here. First, the first review says Need for Speed Underground 2 with more woman. It, oh re- it really God. is, though. And then the second review says This game made me scared of women. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I think that's all we got for today, Christian. 
Yeah. Brum, bum, bum. Bottom, bottom, bottom. That's from Dub Edition. Oh, you didn't play racing no. games. You're stupid. <laughs> Nerd. Yep, I am. Three, six, nine. I will say, though, Jeff Gordon won the Stanley Cup. And I know that's Everybody, everybody, one, two, time, get low. Why was Jeff Gordon the first name you thought of? Well, actually, in my house, we hated Jeff Gordon and Jimmy Johnson. Good. Rusty Wallace is who he's Holy throwback. Praise Dale. Holy moly. Like, yeah, Dale Earnhardt and Junior are the only ones to go for. My dad was a big Mark Martin fan. Oh, yeah, he wasn't bad. And he, I just remember him being the old old man out there looking all wrinkly when he got out. <laughs> but I just bought it. Send us off, Christian. Um, ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, and Carson, thank you so <laughs> much. <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, for listening to us spurg out about video games for an hour and some change. Um, yeah, if you don't like video games, I'm really sorry because this episode is probably super boring to you. Um, but jump to the Discord. Tell us how boring it was and uh, tell us what you want us to talk about because yeah. we'll definitely talk about it probably a lot and probably to things that you don't agree with. And that's fine. But anyway, um, we love you. And we will uh, we'll see you next week. Have a wonderful rest of your week, and uh, call your mom. Tell you love her. Amen. Amen. Brothers got the game smothered, so we hit the road, switching lanes over this game over. And we ride till he say over. Rap game, here's your makeover. Still three amigos when the day's over. Firm.